Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world one mind at a time. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Freedom to Coach podcast, which is all about, strangely enough, podcasts. And today we're talking about the awesomeness of having your own podcast and how you'll benefit from having a podcast as a coach and why it is awesome. (laughs) And slightly addictive, I have to say, because, you know, for those of you that don't know, Gemma and I actually started with another podcast Um, that we still do and then when we started this business freedom to coach we went hey the other podcast is so much fun how about we create a podcast for this one as well you never have too many podcasts no absolutely not podcasts they really they are totally addictive and if you can push through whatever barriers you have at the moment of not wanting to start a podcast once you do it's just it's so much fun and it's it, it's a wonderful way of sharing your message, you know, on a different platform and, you know, in an expressive way as well because you're speaking. So you're really able to create a wonderful rapport with people listening because they get to know your voice and your personality uh, a lot more than what, can often come through just words absolutely and I think like you know it's so much easier to say things you know (laughs) it can which it sounds obvious I know but like you know I mean for for me who is not a copywriter it can take me like two hours to write a good blog post or I can sit down spend 20 minutes thinking about what I want to say in a podcast and record it and Mm. you know I can have way more content I can fit way more um, words or way much more messaging into that time and you know in a two-hour space I can record the podcast I can edit it I can have it uploaded I can create the imagery that goes with it the descriptions like it's it's such a better use of your time and you know, as you always point out, Jim, then you've got all of that goodness. So say you recorded a 20-minute podcast. It takes you 20 minutes to record, obviously. Maybe it takes you an hour to edit if you're not that au okay with it and to upload it and do all of that stuff. But then you've got 20 minutes worth of spoken words that you can repurpose because we love repurposing content into other things like you can even I've actually done it where I've recorded a podcast and then I've repurposed that podcast into two or three blog posts Mm, for sure there's so much you can do with it there really really is absolutely and on a more of a technical website note you know not only can you upload your podcast to all sorts of platforms from Apple Spotify now Amazon um, Stitcher, oh, I don't know, help, 
all of the places. There's so many places. There are so many places. I always look at the list of places that our podcasts are on and it's like, there's just so many. <laughs> We've covered everything. Yeah. I know, totally. So it not only covers all of that, but what's awesome with it is once it's on your website, you're regularly adding content to your website. It's incredible for SEO because, you know, it keeps your search engines happy because you're uploading something, even if it's not weekly, fortnightly. And to put in the transcription on the show notes, you know, if you've recorded a 20-minute podcast, that's a lot of words. So you're putting a whole lot of content on separate website pages and regularly publishing them. So it's actually incredibly good for your website and to strengthen your authority of your domain authority on your website. It's just, it's just a win-win. It totally is. And, you know, you're not just increasing your authority on your website, you're increasing your authority anywhere or everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. once you create your podcast and you put it out there, it's not just your followers that are going to be listening. Like, you know, people can browse podcast platforms and come across you and start listening to you and you know start to love what you're saying and follow you so you're reaching people that you potentially wouldn't have been able to reach just through your social media platforms alone you can reach people that you've never even considered yeah absolutely and I think it's a wonderful platform for people, especially who, you know, are currently looking at, you know, making changes in their lives or, you know, whether they're looking at up-leveling or dare I use the term self-help, you know, they're really wanting to consume information, right, as much as they can in order to help them change. So for them to, you know, pop on some headphones when they're having a walk or whatever they're doing and listen to your bit of information that's helping them at the moment, they're going to do it. And it's a lot easier to consume in such a busy world now, a a podcast rather than reading. Absolutely. That is exactly the next point I was going to make. It's like you can consume podcast content anywhere, going for a walk, at the gym, driving cooking like you know the Mm, cooking is my fave (laughs) (laughs) I haven't actually done it when I've been cooking before but I definitely do it while walking and driving that's my favorite thing like you know if I've got to drive for half an hour to do something for the kids I don't mind at all because that's a half hour where I get to listen to my favorite podcasts like it's brilliant it's such a consumable and easily consumable platform oh it really is and I yeah it, 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 it it's interesting because for me to be on two podcasts or you know have two podcasts and love recording them I never listened to podcasts myself isn't that bizarre really you know you would yeah, no, never interested. And you, because you would always send them to me. Yeah, I do. You know, like, you have, to, you have to listen to this one and this one. I'm like, oh, all right. And I just, once I started, and for me, I love listening to them now when I cook. I'm like, where, where has this been my whole life? Like, I can consume, learn, do all of that while I'm doing something else. Like, for me, especially, it's doing two things at the one time. And it is easily consumable you know Mm. they're they're not 
you know, they're not university theses that you really have to sit down and really have to concentrate and understand every damn word, depending on the podcast, I'm sure they're out there. But, you know, it's for me, it's like, oh my God, what a wonderful use of my time that I can do this oh, and this. Oh, it's absolutely. the best. It is. It, <laughs> I, You know what a podcast, I don't know, crazy person that I am. I just, I really love podcasts. Um, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> there's no secret. Um, and <laughs> the other amazing thing, like, we haven't done it so much yet with Freedom to Coach, but I know it's on the cards for us. But especially with our other podcast, Work Wife Wine Time, I have met so many new and awesome people. Yeah. Um, it's It's been fantastic. The people that you can meet, like just um, about a week ago, I think it was, an episode went live where I talked to... Uh, Rebecca Gadd, a profit first professional. This is on work wife wine time. And now it's like we're best friends. You know, <laughs> I've learned so much from her. And just having the interaction with someone and being able to learn from them and going, moving into their world as well. It's like when you have a guest on your podcast, then you potentially open up that guest's audience as a pool that you can tap into, you know, someone, if they advertise their, that they've been a guest on your podcast on their social media or somehow to their tribe and they listen in and they enjoy the episode, then they might come back and listen to other episodes that you've got. So, you know, your, your reach is so much greater than if you were just doing blog or social media. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And it's it's so pers- personal and personable, you know, and it is true when you have guests on and speak to them, you, you do become so much closer and you open everything up to even working with them in the future or collaborating with them in another way. You know, it's so awesome. It's just, it's a wonderful way to meet people. And not only that, the amount I have learned oh, from I guests, right? Yeah. <laughs> I constantly rave about, you know, when I, if I'm doing business coaching or something with a client, I'm like, you need to go and listen to this episode of this podcast because there was just so much in it, which is totally relevant to your situation. It's, it's just, it really is, it's an amazing platform. We are so fortunate to have this available to us in this day and age absolutely so business yeah coaches and all of it yeah for sure so then how do how do our coaches go about it and first of all what do you think the first tips we can give our coaches here if they're thinking you know thoughts like I don't think I want to st- oh, I want to start a podcast, but no one will like it or no one will listen. What do you think are the best tips for that sort of block? Well, for that particular block, it's a case of we all start at zero. Mm. That's just that's just how it is. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, you know, if we're talking, and here's some of my favorite podcasts you know if we're talking Marie Forleo or Brooke Castillo or Amy Porterfield every like 
all three of those women who are huge names and have huge followings now on their podcasts, they all say that they started with their mum as their one and only subscriber and listener. It's everyone starts somewhere. And I guess the thing is for me, particularly for me, the thing that I struggled with is, you know, maybe being a slight perfectionist is that I want to do amazing work right from the start, but it's not how it works. Like when you start on a podcast, it's something new that you've got to get used to. Like I, Gemma and I had this conversation before when we started Work Wife Wine Time, I said straight up that I would never record a podcast on my own, that I always needed to do it with other people, you know, and that I'd have to take copious notes so I could read what I was going to say. And like, here I am today, haven't looked, well, we put together some notes and I've glanced, but I certainly haven't written out every word that I was going to say because, you know, we're what? coming up 18 months in now, I think. Mm, And we've just gotten used to it. We know what we want to say. You build the confidence, I think, in yourself. And it's a learning process. So, you know, the first, your first few episodes are going to suck. And that is totally okay because that's all. It's totally okay. It's totally okay. And no one's going to listen to them. And that is totally okay. Mm-hmm. Because you learn and you grow and you get better. That We all know that that's what life's all about. And it's certainly what business is all about. You try yeah, it. For sure. You don't do so well. You learn, you apply, and you just, you get better. So for Absolutely. anyone who is thinking, oh, no, I don't have enough to say or no one will listen, just try it. Get started. Give it a go and commit to it. I think that's that's the important thing. Don't give it three months and then go, oh, no one's listening. I'm not doing it anymore. It's, mm. it's consistency. You've got to keep showing up and keep doing it and your audience will build. Your audience, like, you know, if you think of it like a, a curve on a graph, your audience will build as you get better and more interesting and, you know, more... Um, consistent and uh, I can't think of the other word, but you, you know, you get, you immerse yourself more in your message. Mm, You get clearer and more consistent with your message. Then your audience will grow because they're the people that like what you do. They're the people that they're your people. Absolutely. And just before we go on, I want to mention that if you haven't thought about a podcast, then don't think that you have to do this as well. It's only if it's something you're thinking about doing, because of course, there's no need to jump into the compare and despair and be like, oh my God, everyone else is doing a podcast, so I have to do it, which is then only going to lead you into that scarcity mindset, right? So we're certainly not suggesting this is something you must do. (laughs) Yeah. Number one, you do not have to do all the things. Do not do all of the things, in fact. Exercise constraint. Choose Mm. the things that you're going to do, just a few things, and do them Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, don't go, oh, now I need to add this to my list of things to do if it's not something that you wanted to do in the first place. Very, 
Very good point there, Jim. Absolutely. You know, but moving from that, if it's something you've thought about doing and, and you're dying to give a message out and speaking is so much easier for you, then 100% don't let anything hold you back at all. And <laughs> what you're going to find hilarious and dare I even say this on a podcast, not once have I ever listened to myself because you know <laughs> what, apart from when I'm editing, yep. but I have never once listened to a podcast episode that I'm on unless I've edited it because, you know, and you don't have to. So you for me, a block was, I hate, I hate my voice. I hate my voice. Uh, well, if you hate your voice, you don't have to listen to it, right? <laughs> but I I have to say, though, like the first, you know, when we first started and when we, I was editing the episodes, I would listen to my voice and cringe and I'd listen to what I'd say and cringe and, you know. Yeah, totally. And, ours and it was totally yeah. worthy. Whereas now, I don't know, it's my brain doesn't even go there. I just, I listen to what's being said and I just go, oh, I need to edit that bit out or it's, I don't even hear all the things that made me go, oh God, before, don't even notice them. It's like they don't yeah, anymore. For sure. That's a really good point. Do not go down that rabbit hole of, oh my God, I say um too much and how could I say something like that? Who cares? Exactly. You are you and you do you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and if, and it, it might even be, an awesome way for you to create more of like your voice and who you are because when you're editing you actually will pick up mannerisms and some words that you say like for me for some reason recently I've been saying you know a lot and I've picked that up so <laughs> that's something I can add within like my Instagram posts or my blog posts to add to my personality of who I am. It's it's mm. part of my brand voice. It's obviously something I say. So why not pop it in here and there? Because unless you're really listening to yourself, you often don't know those sorts of things that, that come out of your mouth because yeah. that's, I guess, the habitual part of being you. So you just say those things, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <so> <laughs> Yeah, it's like so you can use your podcast to, you know, in a roundabout way to improve your copywriting, to improve Absolutely. your your brand voice. That's a it's mm-hmm. a brilliant thought, Jim. Mm. Not even think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Oh, you know, full of ideas sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about the first barrier to podcasting being, you know. Mm getting over your own thoughts and your own fears of no one listening or that sort of thing. Let's just throw out there a couple of other barriers that people might mm. be, you know, I won't say hiding behind, but perhaps using as an excuse to why they're not following their dream. Because again, we're talking about the people that actually want a podcast, not the ones that don't, um, but, you know, blocks that people might be putting in their own way to making it mm. happen. So the next one I want to talk about is tech. Jem, tell us how you felt 
because, you know, we all know that I'm a tech geek and I love it. I'll work it out and it's all fine. But Gem, tell us how you felt when we first started the podcast with regard to the tech and the learning curve and, you know, <laughs> did it feel overwhelming yeah. for you? Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, with everything else, usually tech is my overwhelm that I decide to, you know, be like, no, it wasn't as bad with the podcast. Um, and I think because I did do a lot of research, I'm like, right, obviously can be done. Can't be that challenging. Let's read some things, do the research, see what works. But at the same time, I personally didn't implement the tech. You did that. (laughs) (laughs) The actual research, and that's the thing. Remember, you've got the internet. Everything you need to know is out there. You know, again, don't overdo it. Don't be like, I need to read all of the things about all of the things and then never, you know, get your podcast out there. Please don't do that. Again, constrain yourself to your research. Tell yourself, all right, I'm going to look at six blog sites and then I'm going to narrow it down to comparing between two, whatever, and that's it, you know. So really do your research in a constraint way because the information's there. And when you go to do the actual implementation of it, you know, you have other choices. You don't have Mm. to do that yourself. But it is really important to understand how it, it all works. For me, the the biggest tech block was using the stuff. Well, what do I do? I don't know how to use this. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to admit, when we first started um, Work Wife Wine Time, we used a different platform to what we use now and what we use for Freedom to Coach. And that other platform, like I found it overwhelming. I did the research. It was the best platform to use at the time. Um, but, oh, my gosh, it was very convoluted and yeah. it was rather difficult. And yeah, there was, there was a lot to it, you know. It's mm. not a simple process, whereas the platform that we use now is so flipping easy. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. It's so simple to use. It's really intuitive. It's, it's really simple. And, you know, when we coach people and we actually help people, help coaches set up their own podcasts and we recommend and use that platform because it's only, you know, in the scheme of things, it's a relatively new platform, but, oh, my goodness, it checks all the boxes and they're constantly growing it and improving it. And, yeah, it it really makes life so much easier. So, you know, tech well, for your hosting platform at least, it doesn't need to be a barrier. There are a lot out there. We provide advice and guidance on the best ones to use. Um, And, yeah, they're really not that. It's not as bad as you think it might be. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And I I absolutely love that too because it, it really reminded me that you know, make your decisions. Don't live in the indecision. Narrow it down. If you've narrowed it down to two, just pick one. It does not matter which one because guess what? In six months, you may change that. Mm. You know what? Mm. You know, and, and then don't beat yourself up about that. That was the right one at the time. That's the one you learned to use. If after six months, you're really thinking, I don't know if I like this, choose another one, you know? Yeah. So don't let that get in the way. 
Yep. And the other tech that people might be or might have the um, potential to get caught in indecision about are things like your recording platform, your microphone, Mm. all of that sort of stuff. And Mm. to that, I have to say, when you're starting out particularly, keep it simple. You know, I think our first few episodes we recorded using Zoom, which, you know, just on the quiet is still the platform we use to record our podcast episodes. And just, you know, simple headphones. Like you can use your Apple headphones with the the built-in microphone or you can just use your computer audio. As long as you're in a quiet space, you do not need to spend all the money for the full, um, I can't think of the word, the full... um, Get up, shebang. The full get up, yeah. <laughs> you don't need the <laughs> podcasting microphone and all the pop filters and yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the expensive tech. Keep it simple, because mm-hmm. if the the more difficult you make it for yourself and the more expensive you make it for yourself, the less likely likely you are to follow through with it. So keep it simple. Absolutely. There are simple ways to do it. Just ask the professionals. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I, I do love that. We do help coaches set up their podcasts because that that is, I think, the biggest barrier as well. You know, you may have decided, right, I'm doing this. You know, you've got ideas for your first 10 episodes, and then it comes to how do I do this? Eh, you know, so yeah. don't let that get in your way. There's help out there. We help with it. And remember, at the end of the day, if, you, if you're trying to get caught up in all the shebang fancy stuff, don't because you're recording these podcasts to help people to mm-hmm. get your ideas out there, to get your messages out there. And that's the most important part of the process. Yep. And we've been doing this for well, coming up to 18 months now, and we still have some problems, you know, like... Yeah. We still have episodes where something went wrong with the mic and the audio is not great, but so does Marie Folio. So does Amy Porterfield, like these other, and so does Brooke Castillo. I listen to their episodes and I notice when, you know, their audio quality is not great. And these are people who have 300 plus episodes under their belts and who Mm. have, hundreds of thousands of subscribers it's like you don't need to be perfect just get it done absolutely that's the most important part just get it done and get your message out there help people that's what we're all about as coaches right absolutely so tech can be a barrier that we've just spoken about and another one that we often come across is time. Mm. I'm going to put my hand up and say that this was one for me. I'm like, Gemma, we've already got one podcast. It takes a lot of time. How the hell are we going to find the time to do a, a second podcast? <laughs> and it's simply a case of you exercise constraint and you find the time. Absolutely. You work out what's You just find the time. You find the Mm -hmm. time. You create the time. Mm -hmm. You 
decide when you're going to do it and you do it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the time issue can also come down to, um, you know, not being perfectionist in what you do. If you record an hour-long episode and there are a few bits in there that oh, you're not really happy about, don't edit them out. Just leave them. Yeah. You know, you don't need to do A-plus work. What Brooke Castillo says, just do B-minus work. You don't need to be perfectionist about it. You don't need to go through and edit out all of your ums and your ahs and all of that Uh -uh. sort of. It's, you know, it it is what you make it. And if you're going to be perfectionist about it and you want to go through and edit all the little bits, then you might find that it does take up too much time and it is Mm. not doable for you. But if you focus again, like Gemma said, on helping people, you know, your listeners don't care if you ummed 500,000 times. No. It's the importance is in the message that you get across. Absolutely. And again, more the more and more you do it, the less ums, ahs, all of that will happen. You know, it's really about, again, it's practice, it's consistency. If you're consistently recording podcast episodes, you'll get better at the way you communicate when you edit you will hear those arms and slowly slowly you'll be able to reduce them mm. you know the whole thing is such an incredible learning opportunity for you that you know you just get out there record that first episode have six thousand arms in there and just own it it's okay yeah. <laughs> absolutely but you're totally right if you're there trying to edit every tiny little bit out out of everything then absolutely you will take up far more time than you know you're allowing yourself the time say you've allowed yourself two hours to edit you will literally be there for four or five hours (laughs) you know and I'd also like you to ask yourself why why are you editing out every arm why are you doing that Question yourself there and really dig into what are you making it mean that you're saying, um, what are you making it mean that you're doing that? Why can't you record something for 30 minutes and put it out there without having to edit everything out? Absolutely. That's some, that's some Gemma's wisdom for you. No, I, it's you're spot on, Gem. It's, you know, when we first started, I edited the crap out of our podcasts. I did. I went through, <laughs> you know, even if there were pregnant pauses that went on for too long, I edited them out. Now, it's, oh. so far, you know, we had one of my notifications, calendar notifications just went off. I'm not even going to bother coming back in and editing that out. It's like, eh, it's okay. It happens to the best of us. Exactly. Absolutely. For sure doesn't matter you know it, it's 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 life and to think if you were doing it live you can't edit live stuff so exactly. what's the difference with yep. a podcast shit happens a calendar or you know notification may go off you forgot to close it doesn't matter move on get it out there people won't care if, if they want to hear what you've got to say if you're helping them in some way they won't care because we're all human we're not robots Absolutely. So we've talked about 
essentially getting over ourselves and our fear of no one listening, the tech, mm. the time. The last barrier that I can think of that I've heard before mm. is I don't know what to say. Ah. What have you got for us on that? What what thoughts are popping into your head on that one, Jim? Oh, goodness me. Uh, this could be a challenging one for me because <laughs> those six words, I don't know what to say. I have never thought in my entire life. Yeah, I don't even know that they're in your vocabulary really. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. It actually felt really weird to even say that out of, um, out of my mouth. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm the one to help you with this, but I would – invite you to think about why 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 are you thinking that you don't know what to say if recording a podcast because you have things to say and you've got a message there there's something you're super passionate about helping people with really ask yourself why why are you saying that you don't know what to say just you know really question that and it would be interesting to see what you find in there and can you overcome that and if it's really a block for you, practice, make some time to practice, record it to listen back, record it, not even to listen back, record it just to practice you talking about it. Ask a friend if you can sit in front of them for 20 minutes and talk to them, you know, in a very casual environment, just to practice like you're talking to someone, mm. um, you know, there are ways ways to, pr to practice it if you're really thinking you don't know what to say. And let me tell you, if you write some notes five minutes in, it, you'll be down 25, 30 minutes before you even know it because mm. once you start, you're creating the momentum and off you go. You'll just off you go. You know, it, it, it's really about getting in there, doing it, and just seeing the magic you truly have in there. It will come out once you start recording. Absolutely. And, you know, thinking that I don't have anything to say, that's really focusing on you. Mm. What you want to do is put all your focus into the people you're mm. helping. Who are, your help who are you helping? Why are you helping them? What help do they need? You know, imagine like I when I've recorded solo podcasts, I do it on Zoom and I have the camera on. So <laughs> probably sounds really weird, but I'm talking to myself. Like oh. so I'm I have a person sitting in front of me, never mind that it's me, that doesn't matter, but I talk to myself. And yeah. when, you know, when you talk to someone, even if it's yourself in <laughs> reflected in your camera, then, you know, you're, you are more likely to connect and you're more likely to have a conversation rather than having like a stilted one-sided thing where you're just reading something or, you know, it, it helps you be more natural and more conversation-like. So maybe even try that. Just try talking to yourself, telling yourself whatever the message is that you want to get across to your people. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. It, it really does help talking to yourself and looking at, at yourself. Like, yes, it's a reflection, but 
you will find that you start to be a little bit more personable and, mm. you know, you can pick up off your facial expressions and, and things like that. So it is like you're having a conversation with someone else, even though it's just you there. Yeah. Give it a go. That's it. Just give it a go. And, you know, like we said before, your first few podcasts are probably going to be terrible and that is yeah. totally okay. That is exactly uh-huh. how it's meant to be. Yeah, for sure. Grow and learn and get become more used to it and then you'll just be a legend in no time. Yeah. You'll be going, oh, Dang. recording a podcast episode, <laughs> piece of cake, all over it. Yeah, totally. And what if your first couple of episodes are actually amazing? Very true. If you if you have been thinking about a podcast, please don't put it off anymore because once you're those few episodes in, you just won't imagine your life without recording those podcasts. They are so much fun. They're, they'll be so valuable to your audience. So please get in touch and let us help you set it up. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.